0: Okay, we gotta try it. Ready? Do your best sound effect.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and I can't do it. What? It's three or
1: four?
0: Or does it go up?
1: I can't do it. If I was a listener, I would be turning it off. Why? Right Why would now? you turn it off?
0: That's What's happening? So We're 25 seconds in. Try to do it one more time. Okay, <laughs> what you are hearing, listeners, canolios, is, is our attempt to try to do the sound effect that they do at like basketball games, right, and football games, like that little. Like what do you raw, call that? Raw. What do you call that? It's like a. I'm squeezing You're my squeezing hand, hand together. Like a cow utter. Like- what?
1: Are <laughs> you? Quink, 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 quink. I don't know. No, it's
0: like a megaphone. I think it's a thing they put in their hand. I'm not obviously not a sports fan. So Angela, I have no freaking idea.
1: Help us. Okay, where does that sound? Well, come you're from?
0: in luck because Angela Johnson is going to do that very sound effect on this podcast on like episode.
1: A, the pro she is. <laughs> she is. Not she does like it. Us.
0: <laughs> okay. So hey. Episode 22, before we launch in, this is Tony Gapastone here.
1: Wendy Gapastone here. Hi, Wendy
0: Gapastone. I thought I'd do a real quick because we're getting ready for our Q&A, our TW Q&A podcast, which is coming up out November 12th. So before we do that, why don't we just do a little practice session, babe? Let's just do a quick, 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 quick question. Okay. I'll do first. What's a typical week look like for you?
1: Whoa. Um... I teach preschool.
0: Did you so. all know that? She's a preschool teacher.
1: Yeah. So we're uh, the whole family gets up and out the door <laughs> by 8 o'clock, <laughs> and you're walking girls to school. Yes. I'm headed to preschool, and it's a good old time. Every day is different when you and teach preschool. You work 830
0: so to 130 every day with three to five-year-olds. One
1: year olds. or 130, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And um, then I come home And it's like two seconds go by And then the kids come home from school I go get them And then it's homework and dinner And all the mom stuff
0: What dreams do you have? What are your
1: dreams for your life? Um, What's a typical week like for you? (laughs) My
0: typical week is never typical That's what's so fun That's how you like it That's how I like it So this week I'm shooting uh, It's called a PSA Public service announcement Uh, It's a Anti-trafficking, which is sex slavery, labor slavery. I'm shooting that on Sunday night for the BAATC, which is the Bay Area Area Anti-Trafficking Coalition. I'm working on a children's book. So I'm meeting with the illustrator this week, which is super, super fun. I am also working on writing scripts. So I do chats with my writing partner, Jeremy Valdez, who's in Los Angeles, and I'm also trying to build Brave Maker. So I'm having meetings, talking about the film festival that's coming in Redwood City, and talking, pitching for donors to come join the nonprofit financially. So a lot Can of hanging. And you also like,
1: swoop in and take a girl to an orthodontist appointment <laughs> here and there. And oh,
0: that's right. I have a family. Do
1: you, do you do all <laughs> these other things yeah, too. Yeah,
0: super fun. I get to walk our dog. Uh, I take um, workout classes.
1: Wow! Yeah, that's enough. Okay, hey, okay. Hey,
0: so T T W Q and A. That was just a little intro. We've already got a good number of questions. So thanks for everybody who's submitted some. We're so looking for some other ones. Bring some juicy ones, some awkward ones. Some. Oh
1: no, awkward so, ones. Hey, please.
0: you never know. No. Awkward. Bring it on. We'll we'll take them or pass on them. You can pass. I'll Thank I'll answer or whatever. Okay. 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 Uh, but we love talking about TV. We love talking about relationship stuff. We want to hear, oh, we had some great questions submitted about past podcasts, which actually would be fun to talk about. We've done 22 episodes so far, so to talk about some of our past guests, things we're learning, that type of stuff. So submit them on the podcast page. You can do it to our own personal social social media, but now we actually have an email too. So if you're an emailer, you can email podcast at bravemaker.com. Cool. Yeah, podcast at BraveMaker.com because Holy Canoli is under the BraveMaker umbrella. Boom.
1: What would be the deadline for that? Because when are we recording? Ooh, we
0: that? have to record that. That's a good one. So we have to record that by Monday, November. What is that? November 8th? Fifth? November 5th. Is that the, the Monday? Yeah, November 5th. So get your questions in. Get your Let's questions say Sunday. In. Okay. Get it in Sunday. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. So anything else we need to say? Babe, um, happy
1: Halloween! Oh, happy
0: Halloween! That's right, happy Halloween! Are, are is,
1: you guys dressing up?
0: Are you dressing up? Post pictures on the Facebook page. We'll post our pictures because Wendy's fully decking You us.
1: guys just <laughs> <wait>. You
0: guys,
1: <laughs> our dog's dressing up.
0: That's right. To see him. We're gonna post our dog's picture. Okay, you, you that's guys. good. If you have dog pictures, yeah, we don't want to see you are your kids. We I want do. to see your dog. I do. Oh, my wife does. Okay. okay. We do f- definitely definitely want to see your dogs. <laughs> we want to see your dogs. So dress your dogs up and I for the third year in a row cuz we've had a dog for 3 years now. I did not get my wish to have my dog be like an Ewok. Have you seen those where the the dog looks like it's walking on two legs? That is my favorite and then has costume like hands ever. <laughs> That's what I want. Does somebody want to send us to, if you, if your dog had that, would you send us your hand me down? Cause our dog has not had the privilege and honor of being an Ewok or any kind of standing plushy teddy standing bear type thing. Standing
1: like person looking. Yeah. Costume. That's
0: what I want. Okay. That's what I Let's want. Let's do it. Okay. But this year he's of the Italian persuasion. So we'll post a picture on the Facebook page. Okay, Cool intro Sweet. intro who do we Angela have Angela 20-
1: Johnson
0: yes here she is the comedian the actress very excited to have her on the podcast she was an actor in my film Neighbor which if you haven't watched it go watch it it's on Amazon just type in my name or type in the word neighbor single singular not plural it's not a Zach Efron movie neighbor <laughs> <laughs> but she is super funny she shares a lot of stories if you don't follow her on Instagram do because you feel like she's your best friend because she shares her life from the time she wakes up to the time she goes to bed. So
1: fun. <laughs> <coughs> wow. Cut that out. Cut that out. No,
0: we're going to leave it in because we're oh, transparent. No, no.
1: <laughs> With no further ado, here's Angela. You
2: are listening to the Holy Cannoli Podcast. It's all about making sense of life, who we are, and why we're here. Life is sacred and life is strange. And here's our dad, Tony Gappasone. Okay. You want to meet my dog real quick? Yeah,
0: let's see Bonzo. Bonzo Beans? Bonzo Bean. One bean?
2: One bean. What's
0: up, Bean? What's up, Bonzo? Bean. He's cute. He's really cute. How's this going to work with Smokey?
2: I don't know yet. They haven't met. He's great with other dogs. We just found out today. But also, Smokey doesn't like um, energetic dogs because he's blind and old, yeah. so he's like, if you're chill, I'm chill, we could be good. Yeah. But he might be a little too much energy for Smoke, but we'll find out. He
0: looks, I mean, he looks a little like Smokey. I mean, the same breed yeah. or everything? I know. He does <laughs> Cute. Any- okay, cool. Well, all right. I practiced all day trying to do a little introduction for Angela Johnson. I tried to do the thing you always do, Angela. Hi. Uh, not that bad. <laughs> Not that yeah, the but... ping, 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 like that, but oh. then it sounded like I was doing the um here comes the bride, it would go into bum bum. I can't like what is it? Can you do it? Can you just do it? There you go. You're good. You're like a human sound effect. So hey, thank you for being on the podcast with me. This is Holy Cannoli. And I just put out a little thing for people to put questions out. So in about a half an hour, I'm gonna check and we're gonna do some rapid fire questions at the end. Yeah, let's do it. Cool with that? All right, All right, so Angela Johnson on the podcast. Angela Johnson, welcome to Holy Cannoli.
2: Thank you, thank you for having me.
0: So life is sacred and life is strange. That's what it's about. So if you were to riff on that a little bit, how would you comment on the sacred and strangeness of your life right now?
2: The sacred of my life, um, well, being a public figure, yeah. the uh, ability to keep private what I want to keep private and share what I want to share, I would say, is what's sacred yeah. to me in my life. Yeah. You know, I'm not at a level in my career where I have paparazzis chasing me down the street.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Thank God. I, I don't want that. Ever in my life, like I hope I can get to a place where I achieve success, um, where I can just live the life I want to live and not be um, Beyonce. Like I have, <laughs> I have no desire for Beyonce's life, uh-huh, you know. Uh-huh. Um, but, does that answer your question about the sacred? Yeah, piece? yeah.
0: Um, yeah and, what about, and then what's weird? That's kind of strange in the same way, isn't it? Having a life yeah, that is the, kind of
2: out there. Yeah. The strange part is that people do want to know what I'm doing in my life. Yeah. And I'm grateful for it. You know, like I think it's so cool, but, um, it's kind of strange too.
0: You've done a lot though, for making honest, transparent conversation, the norm, you are pretty, even though obviously you have to keep your life private. Uh, you're pretty out there. I mean, I love the, on your, pod, on, your uh, on your Instagram, I mean, you're just like, you're, your camera's always like right here in your face, and you're like, mm-hmm. okay, today I'm getting my brows done. Today my dog's mm-hmm. looking at my face. Today I woke up and I'm not happy. You're just really honest about that. Mm-hmm. How does that work for you?
2: Um, I take it as uh, I learn from Eminem. Mm-hmm. And I like to say, I like to Eminem myself. Mm-hmm. I will hit everything about me before you can. Uh-huh. Like, there will never be a day where somebody is like, ooh, you got a pimp on your face. Because yeah. I already started with, I got a pimp on my face. Yeah. So anyways, so it's like, that's what Eminem did in 8 Mile, is he went in on himself, so you don't have anything else to say. Mm-hmm. But also, I just like, like to. It's Because it's, it's, real, it's real. And yeah. I know that um, a lot of people feel how I feel, mm-hmm. look in the mirror sometimes, and they're like, ugh. I'm getting old uh, I have bags under my eyes uh, I'm breaking out or whatever I think that's a normal thought so I love to relate to people and connect with people mm-hmm. so I feel like it's a way for me to connect with people is just let me be vulnerable mm-hmm. and side note I do that when I'm meeting a new person that I want to have a friendship with or relationship with, I put my guard down and I show vulnerability mm-hmm. to show them that I'm safe. And then if they don't, I put my guard back up mm-hmm. and I say, okay, we're not there yet or we're just mm-hmm. not those type of friends. Mm-hmm. So it's like me being vulnerable is saying, hey, I'm safe. You could be safe with me. and And that's how I do it with Instagram and real life.
0: I love that and I'm interested to hear you talk a little bit about, because you do some of this in your comedy, which I think is why people are so attracted to you, is talking about being who you are as uh, as a woman, as a Latina, as a person of faith in Hollywood, mm-hmm. right? Where Hollywood can sort of push against some of those ideals about being honest and transparent. How have you found or how are you surviving or thriving in that space?
2: You know what I have my my safe place I have my people Mm -hmm. I have my husband I have my home and that's that's what keeps me grounded and and thriving so when I go out to meetings or when I go out to events where I have to socialize and network and whatever it is I hate it so much I hate networking Um, I'm not good at small talk I'm not going to remember people's names and what they do after it's just too much. And I have anxiety about it. So it's like, I'm going to forget everything you just said. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I, I, I just don't like awkward small talk. It's so uncomfortable. So when I do have to go be in those spaces, I like to come back to my safe space, which is like a phone call with a friend who I know and trust. And we can just be ourselves. We don't have to be on we don't have to perform for each other. Um, that's a safe place. My friend Maya is one of my safe places. Just calling, her, going to her house and just sitting on the floor with her and her kids and just like lounging like it's my house, that <laughs> reminds me of childhood. It yeah. reminds me of growing up. It reminds me of just being safe. So like when I'm out on tour... And I just did a sold out show at Treasure Island in mm-hmm. Las Vegas in the round at um, the Mystere Theater. It was so epic. And then I come right back home and it's like. Back to like grounding and real, and what's what is real life yeah. this is real life,
0: right it's like I gotta pick up some puppy poop <laughs> yeah, right yeah. I'm not eating at the the buffet bar with uh, all these great swag things at home. It's like this is real life so good that
2: buffet right,
0: too. I love following all your insta stories. I'm so jealous yeah, so one thing i I love talking about too is as uh as artists who also happen to be people of faith, you're really bold about, you know, talking about Jesus in a lot of huh? your work. How have you have you ever gotten any kind of like strange pushback from church people who feel that they want um to push you in a way that's not where you feel like you're supposed to go with your art, with your comedy. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes I think yeah. I've gotten that Hollywood is the devil kind of yeah. message. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. How do you deal with For that? Sure.
0: Or what have you how have you experienced
2: that? Um I've had more judgment from Christians than I've had from non-Christians. Like when I post on social media, something about Jesus in the past, let's see, 15 years that I've been out here. um, The amount of times I've talked about Jesus, I'd have maybe like a handful. I could count on my hand the amount of times people have commented on what I said, being like, keep your religion to yourself or um, we're not here for Jesus talk, just be mm-hmm. funny. Mm-hmm. I could count on my hand the amount of times I've gotten that comment. I can't even count the amount of times I've had a Christian put project onto me their um, judgment, their morals, their values, their principles, their interpretation of the Bible, their all of their yeah. judgment. Yeah. I can't even count how many times that's so happened. Hard. So, yeah. How do I deal with it? I ignore it a lot of times. <laughs> I've gotten better at ignoring it. Mm-hmm. I had a come to Jesus this moment where I was like, okay, Lord.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, <laughs> if I don't respond out of genuine love, yeah. then I don't get to respond at all. That's good. And it's a good principle to live by. I do mess up every now and then. Really? <laughs> oh. and every now and then I have to get a <laughs> jab in there, but... Um, for the most part, I'm like, if I'm not going to respond in love, stop responding. Mm-hmm. But, oh, this guy, this past weekend, he didn't get a love response from me. <laughs> At he... the club or where? No, no, on Twitter.
0: Oh, okay. Same it, one, it same was
2: just, It was just one of those things that I tweeted out, like, an injustice. Yeah. And there's always going to be that one person that's like, well, yeah, he looks innocent, but what was he doing Before that. right. Tom, you're racist. Get off (laughs) my Twitter feed. Uh, So there's every now and then. Did you hear that ding? Ding, ding.
0: That's fine. No worries. It happens all the time. Yeah. We're we're real and honest and transparent on Holy Cannoli. We get. Okay. I don't know how to turn it off. You're good. You're fine. No worries. (laughs) Okay. So that, that's so I I love that. Uh, I, I love that. the reality of being a follower of Jesus in this space is, I mean, not even just in the entertainment in the arts, but I feel as if we're at a space right now where Christians, however, however we want to represent ourselves, sometimes that word is so diluted, but we are f- fighting against each other more diluted than anything
2: else. Diluted or polluted?
0: Yeah, both, right? Diluted and polluted. And I think we need the arts and we need hope to come through comedy and storytelling to bring these things to light. I mean, I'm I'm hoping that uh we see more conversations, right, happening yeah. about faith and politics because artists are speaking up, right? People are talking mm-hmm. about what's important. If um yeah, if politicians can't solve it and we know they can't solve it, <laughs> we have to find a way right. to band together, right?
2: Right. Jesus, Lord Jesus, be with us November 6th, Lord. Oh my God, Jesus. Get out there and
0: vote. Hey, this is coming out October 29th. So if you're listening, you have a week. You have a week to read everything.
2: No excuses. (laughs) Just go vote.
0: I'll admit, I got that packet in the mail, and it's so, I think it's daunting. I'm like, okay, my wife and I, we've got to look at this. We've got to read through as much as we can.
2: You don't have to know right. everything. Right. Just know where you stand on a few things. Mm-hmm. And if you're not happy with the way the, the country is being run now or the government in your local government, the you know whole country, um, then vote opposite of mm-hmm. what's happening mm-hmm. right now. But if you're happy with how it's all going, then you're good. Mm-hmm.
0: that's right just sit on your couch and keep talking to the tv (laughs) you are involved in a lot of justice stuff you do Uh a lot of give back Uh, the way we connected is through the organization that you are a part of that is working against trafficking sex trafficking amongst Uh children Uh and uh, i see you doing a lot of benefit type stuff how how has that worked and how has that got you how has that given like such priority and passion to your time
2: Um, I have a heart for justice like uh, whether it's something as big as sex trafficking Mm -hmm. sex slavery Mm -hmm. or It's like I'm seeing some guy cut off another guy on the road Like I'm mad for him because I'm like that is not fair But you know what I mean? Like I there's something within me that is just for justice Um, And I think this is a healthy way to use that energy instead of just getting angry at everything because it's so easy to get angry at stuff. But to channel that anger and put it into an organization that is actually doing good, that is actively working to solve an injustice is is, is, uh, helpful for me to do that. So there's so many things that I could get involved in. There's so many injustices in the world. But I got involved with uh, anti-human trafficking because one of my best friends, Erica Grieve, run, runs an organization, Unlikely Heroes. And so I've been involved with them since the beginning, since she started it. And um, now my husband and I sit on the board. Mm. And it's one of our passions. And we've learned so much about sex slavery and... Um, human slavery like Mm -hmm. um everything from people working as as housekeepers or whatever maybe they're not actually getting paid to be there you know
0: living under the Um, attic or under the stairwell or whatever exactly exactly well, I yeah, thank you. Uh, so Unlikely Heroes, you can find them. That is a great organization. And if you follow Erica and all her work, I mean, she's doing amazing things with literally rescuing children, uh, like as young as five and six and seven years old. I mean, that, that was the kind of story that really gripped me. That's why I made the film Neighbor. That's why anytime I can speak uh, on the reality that, I mean, it's crazy people still don't realize it's happening. It's happening here in America. It's happening in suburbia. Yeah. It happens uh, through the internet, it happens everywhere. And it's men and women and boys and girls. And so that's just a, a quick little plug to make sure listeners, you guys are well-versed on the reality of trafficking that's going on right now, big time. So Angela, what is, so what is next for you? I mean, I remember last time we talked, you, and we, I can still tell on Instagram, you're, you're auditioning. And you mm-hmm. acting was always, you said, sort of your big first dream. And at the yeah. same time, you're traveling all around the world doing comedy. So, what's going on in the world of Angela Johnson's career right now?
2: Um, I have been pitching a TV show. Mm-hmm. It's pitching season. It's coming up. The end is is here now. Like, I think last week was the last week that they were hearing pitches, all the networks. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we actually. I don't even know if I can announce. This. Yeah, I, I'm sure by the time this comes out, I will have posted. And if I haven't, you could just edit, D- yeah, edit sure. this part out.
0: Sure. <laughs>
2: but we, I partnered with America Ferrera's production company awesome. and Kevin Hart's production company okay. together. Awesome. And we just pitched a show, and NBC has bought the script.
0: Whoa, congrats.
2: Thank you. So That's amazing. now myself and the writer who I'm working with, her name is Emilia Serrano. She's amazing. I'm so lucky to be partnered with her. Amelia. Um now she's gonna go and write the script and I'll be working with her alongside of her, so making sure it's my voice and and the story that I want to tell and all that kind of stuff. And then we'll turn in a script and hopefully they pick us to shoot a pilot
1: yeah
2: I've been through this development process before and I've always I've made it to where we sell a script to a network and then we turn it in and they end up not shooting the pilot mm-hmm. and it just kind of dies in the water right there but um, we're hoping that this time we can go all the way mm-hmm. we can shoot a pilot and then the pilot can go to series that's right. what hey come on let's do it
0: Come on. I was just thinking today, when's Hollywood going to give Angela Johnson her TV show? It's Come time. On. It's time, Hollywood. So, okay. So for people who don't know this process, uh, can you give for all of the non-industry behind the scene people, talk a little bit about like what happens like ABCD? Cause it's really a lot of work and it's daunting oh, yeah. and it's like tons of rejection. So can you tell a little bit about that? Like the Twitter version, if you could?
2: Sure. I've heard no more than I've heard yes. Uh Let's start there. Um, So the development process, is that what you want me to break down? Yeah,
0: anything. Development, pitching, all that stuff. Because people hear, oh, like, you just sold a show. That doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be on the air. And if it is, you know, it was bought, then what's the next thing? So can you describe that a little bit?
2: There's so many steps in the development process. People start in different areas. You can start by pitching directly to a network. You could start by pitching to a production company, to a studio. You you start with an idea, and usually a partner, and then you pitch it somewhere first. And it would be if you start at the very bottom, it would be a production company, studio, the network, right? Some people go straight to here, straight to here, whatever. I partnered with America and Kevin's companies, so I didn't have to come to them and pitch the idea like hey uh, America's company and Kevin's company. Here's this idea. Do you like it for us? It was Kevin knew he wanted to work with me America knew she wanted to work with me So together we were like, okay, let's come up with an idea and find a writing partner So that's what took the longest for me was to find the right partner to capture my voice Mm -hmm. to relate to me um, I wanted a, I wanted a woman of color, mm-hmm. um, and I ended up getting a fellow Latina from the Bay Area.
0: Oh, right on.
2: So it's like awesome. Go
0: Bay Area. I
2: asked for a, a better partner. Um, so we read scripts, um, took some meetings, and we landed on Amelia. And from there, Amelia and I work on an idea together, her and I and we would come up with something and then we send it to our producers they give us notes send it back give us notes then when we have our ideas set now we went to pitch to studios america's company has a deal already in place at universal studios if they didn't we would have gone to all the studios Mm -hmm. universal cbs studios um warner brothers studios paramount studios there's Sony Studios all kind of studios Mm -hmm. we would have pitched everywhere, Mm -hmm. but they had to deal with Universal So we go there first Mm -hmm. and then they said yes, we like this idea now. Let's go to the networks and They're obviously a sister company of NBC so we pitch at NBC first and then we go to all the other networks and then See who wants it and we ended up being with NBC
0: awesome So and for listeners, so when you're pitching, you're literally pitching the idea, not even having the script yet. You have got kind yes. of like an outline or what they call a treatment. They might, You might mm-hmm. have image boards or other things like mm-hmm. that, right? Yeah. Right? So they bought the idea, and then you write the script. Yes. Yeah, it's such a great... So how long from start to finish? Was it like one year? Two years? How long has this been going on?
2: I've been working with America's company for over a year because we started last pitching season and we ended up we didn't even pitch it to the studio because I picked the wrong writer
1: yeah.
2: and he he was great he was talented but wasn't a correct match for me mm-hmm and um we none of us agreed on the idea that we kept coming up with and it was just like i don't want to pitch this to a studio because i don't even know if i like this show yeah so we ended up not pitching at all so i've been working with america's company for well over a year and um we ended up bringing kevin's company into the fold earlier this year
0: cool so that's awesome well we uh we hope for you hope that you get to get Shoot the pilot, and this would be obviously a a series you're leading, yes? You're acting and leading. It's like your story. Awesome. That's so cool. So, okay, I know you like TV. I'm going to grab my my Instagram here, and I'm going to pull up some questions. But while I do that, what are you binging, and how are you experiencing in any kind of sacred or strange transcendent way? Because I believe that stories change the world, Mm -hmm. and whether it's on a small screen or a big screen or just over a cup of coffee, they impact us. I know Mm -hmm. you like TV. So Mm -hmm. what are you watching that's impacting you in some way?
2: You know, I think that's why I like crime shows so much, (laughs) because it's an injustice. Ah, And usually at the end of the crime show, they always catch the bad guy, Uh usually. Mm -hmm. So I think that's why I like it, because it shows an injustice, but then they get the bad guy in the end. Um, But right now, my go-to shows, my guilty pleasures are SWAT on CBS, Shamar Moore's new show Lawn lot SVU svu um. Uh um,
0: if you follow angela on instagram she has a, a love affair with svu with marisha how do you say her last name
2: Har- mariska mariska uh-huh, yeah
0: uh-huh. you were her mm-hmm. for halloween one time right i was
2: i was it was it was so fun so if you had any
0: ideas was iced tea. <laughs> he was who
2: ice tea uh- <laughs> Finn, oh yeah. Um, yeah, so anyways, crime shows, I still, when I'm in the green room, I'm watching something like crimey or rapey when I, like before I go on stage, like I'm watching, um, forensic files, I'm watching law SVU or something ghosty, something paranormal. That's
0: right, you're interested in the haunty stuff.
2: Yes, so I will search the TV in the green room and I'll land on whatever is paranormal, haunted, or a crime show.
0: Where do you think the haunty, scary stuff comes from? How come you like that kind of stuff?
2: I don't know, since I was a kid. Like, I would be real young and we would watch scary movies. Like, we would go visit my grandma in Reno and she used to have this cupboard that you would open up and it was just like hundreds of VHS tapes. And you got to pick which tape we wanted to watch that night. And so we would watch a movie together as a family and then everybody would go to bed and I would stay out later and I would watch a scary movie by myself. And then when the movie was over, then it became the adventure of making it from the living room all the way <laughs> to the room where I was staying safely in the middle of the night.
0: So you like being scared. There's, a, there's something that you actually enjoy, like that feeling of like what's going to happen. Am I going to die?
2: <laughs> I like it and I hate it. Like I don't like being scared like if somebody scares me, I'm mad. I'm like, oh, uh-huh. like don't scare me. Like I hate it. And then every time Manny and I go watch a scary movie in the theater, every single time, as soon as you hear the, the scary parts coming, I'm like, oh, I hate this movie. I don't want to be here. I tell him that every time.
0: <laughs> I love. I lo- I mean, see, I love that people love scary stuff because of the justice thing, like you said. One of my favorite directors is Scott Derrickson, and he talks about the fact that he loves horror in that genre because it's like the best way to delineate between good and evil and most mm. times you're watching the film and there's an experience that you have to recognize the injustices in the world and you're rooting okay. for the good to win i always thought that's cool but i'm still that scares the hell out of me i can't i can't do it <laughs> <You laughs> I, I can't do it <laughs> my daughters <laughs> so i have three daughters like they're always like dad you, they want me to scare them dad will you scare <laughs> us so i don't want to, my kids to <laughs> at our house so I'll just sometimes stand behind a door oh, and like scared. open my like eyes really big and I'll just say one word I'll, like go boo <laughs> and they will freak out they like, see that's enough you don't need like a scary mask or anything <laughs> okay so okay a couple questions wait I know you also had a book or you were connected to America's book can you want do you want to yes. promote that
2: yeah so America Ferrera um, cultivated this book called American like me and this was her first book that she came out with, and it was basically, she wanted to talk about her story of being caught between two worlds of uh, where her parents are from and where she was born, and it's being American and being whatever other ethnicity you are. Mm-hmm. So there's a bunch of contributors con- contributors in the book, uh, Pakistani, Filipino. Mexican, Salvadorian, um, Chinese, every every different walk of life who is also American. And they're sharing their story of growing up. So I shared a story of how I grew up and I wanted to be more Latino than I felt I actually was. Mm -hmm. Because I grew up with the last name Johnson, I didn't speak Spanish, and I was so jealous of the Cholas. I wanted to be a chola. Like that was my hashtag goal. You know what I mean? Like I didn't want to be a doctor. Uh, We grew up in like the tech area, tech capital of the world. I didn't want to be an engineer. I don't want to like work for a big tech company. I wanted a 64 Impala with hydraulics. Like that was my goal.
0: And why didn't you go after it? Oh, I did. Okay, cool. I, all just
2: right. a I, just, I, uh, I didn't make
0: it. I didn't make the cut. <laughs> it just gets into all your storytelling now, which is kind of fun. Yeah,
2: yeah, that yeah. becomes It's that's too good. painful.
0: So, America, American Like Me is the name that's of the cool. book. Uh, go check it out. Angela's in there. America Ferrara. And I want to say I love Superstore. That's one of my favorite shows.
2: I love that show so much. How much do you love Glenn,
0: first of all? I, love, I mean, every character is so, Glenn is great. And Glenn, I mean, like, I just, oh my gosh, it's so good. Like, I just love the diversity. Like, you got so many different people. It's like the the workplace comedy that I want to be a part of. That's what I, the kind of thing I want to do, right?
2: I love it so ah, much. Did so you see the opening of this season, the season premiere I premier haven't yet? watched
0: the premiere yet, uh-uh. Are you Watch in it? it? Are you in it? No, no, no. Uh-oh. I
2: love just I love Glenn so much he's like my favorite
1: uh-huh.
2: um, but just their opening scene just has so much like heart and I don't know Glenn gets me every time. Mm.
0: Listeners, if you don't know the show, it's like a Walmart, it's called Superstore, right? So they work in like a big box store called um, Cloud9. And it's so good. It's just so funny. If you like The Office, if you like those kind of Parks and Rec type of fun, quirky characters, you'll like Superstore. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay, so uh, rapid fire questions. If uh, you could change anything, like one thing about the world, what would you change?
2: About the world, I thought you were talking about me. I was like, "My double chin. Uh <laughs> That
0: too. Okay, there you go.
2: <laughs> if I could change one thing about the world, yeah. what would it be? Yeah. Um, I would take away the religious spirit.
0: Oh, I want to talk so much more about that. That's good. Uh, okay, do you know your uh, enneagram? I'm a nine. A nine. Uh, are you coming to the Bay... I'm reading things right off of Instagram. Are you coming to the Bay Area for another show soon?
2: Yep. Uh, Tommy T's in Pleasanton. I typically just do New Year's Eve weekend. This year, I'm actually doing Christmas weekend as well because mm. I'm a workaholic and I have issues, but I am... you working
0: on Christmas, like the weekend...
2: Day before Christmas Eve. So I'm working, um, it's the weekend before Christmas. Okay. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Cool. And then the next weekend as well, New Year's Eve weekend, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday.
0: There you go, Bay Area people. Okay. Uh, Favorite food?
2: Oh, chips and salsa.
0: That was easy. Favorite dessert?
2: You know, I'm not a big sweet tooth, but chocolate. Chocolate cake, chocolate, dark chocolate. I like to keep a piece of dark chocolate in my purse at all times um and then side note um it had some dark chocolate in my purse and i just noticed it's all smushed everywhere like it's like Like it melted up to a pen it's full-on on on my lipstick like i need to go in and clean it out i just saw yesterday
0: (laughs) by the way side note i love the other day you posted like the dog mom thing like Mm -hmm. you're like oh so hard being a dog mom and you had like some something on your thing i thought that's like real life like parents like they have off on their, yeah. on their stuff all the time. Okay, your celebrity crush? Bruno Mars. Ooh, Come okay. to Bruno. Okay, <laughs> if you had to choose one style of music to listen to in the car, just one for the whole day, which style of music would it be?
2: It would be um, I don't know how to describe it, but it's like funky house beats. Like Bondex, the Bondex station. I put that on in the background when I'm working, and it's like beats, some lyrics and stuff, but not enough to where you're like singing a song that you don't know. Mm-hmm. It's just like mm, funky house, house jazzy vibe beats.
0: House jazzy vibe beats. I love it. Okay. Uh, if oh, if you had to describe yourself. In uh, one word, how would you describe yourself? So we often say, like, who are you and why are you here? If you had to describe yourself in, like, that phrase. I am a blank and I'm here to blank.
2: So let me to do that one?
0: Yeah, sure. Go for it.
2: Okay. I am a blank and I'm here to blank. Well, it sounds like a cheerleader. <laughs> I am a wildcat hey. and we're here to stay. <laughs>
0: hey, you're a forward cheerleader. You can do
2: it and Go for it. <laughs> I am... I'm a human, Hmm. and I'm here to love other humans and animals.
0: That's good. Speaking of animals, you got to shout out your uh, dog's Instagram. We live in a world now where dogs have Instagrams, you guys. My dog has an Instagram, Cubby the Labradoodle. You can follow him. And if you want to follow Angela's dog.
2: His name is at Bonzo Bean Reyes. B-A-N-Z-O-B-E-A-N. Is, Reyes, R E Y E S cuz he's garbanzo bean.
0: And he literally has more friends than I do <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> and I think he's got his own he's got his own like personal paparazzo who just just follows him around and videos his day. I mean, it's pretty yeah, that would it's be me. pretty um, <laughs> is that you? Oh, yep. That's that's so funny. I love it. Well,
2: love Mitchell, it. when my brother was watching him while I was gone, um, but no, that's me.
0: That's awesome. Okay. Uh, a couple more minutes. We're almost done here. Anything on your merch or your stuff that you want people to go check out? Any of your favorite shirts
2: or swag? Yes. I, um, I'm i always putting stuff on sale on my website. So you can check out Angela.com. My store is on there. I have a bunch I'm actually about to get rid of hell a merch we're looking into tell me if you know of a company that does this if not it's an idea it should be created uh-huh. and basically a company that takes companies merchandise excess merchandise that they're done with and they're getting rid of and gives it to charities homeless shelters um, other countries Uh, Rescue, like I've given tons of my merchandise to Unlikely Heroes and they they have six homes. And so we've given it to all the kids in the homes. Um, But I'm trying to find a company that will come and collect all my extra merchandise and give it to charities. Mm. But I haven't found an organization that does that. But I think that's like a million dollar idea.
0: That is a good idea. People who, I mean, I know i worked with uh, a group who was, going to Africa and they were taking things but they were dropping them off at a location. You're looking for someone to come to you and pick it up. Okay, if yeah, anybody knows
2: you like haul merge. <laughs> like I'm getting rid of all my old stuff.
0: So, if you got a semi truck anybody in LA who wants yeah. to go to Angela's house, she will offload it. Okay, I forgot to ask you too. Uh are you a hugger?
2: I am a hugger.
0: She's a hugger. So, you do a lot of I'm hugging. a
2: hugger. Here, let me tell you what I don't like. Okay, tell it. When I do meet and greets, we've had to start telling people not to do these two things because people are unreal sometimes. What they say, yes, you can hug her, but one, do not kiss her.
0: Like cheek kisses? Yeah, people try
2: to kiss me on a cheek. I'm like, get your mouth, your saliva lips off of my face, please. I don't even know you. Like what if you have a freaking herpy? What if you're like sick? Just, I don't want your saliva. Oh, on my face so like when you do the the latino cheek cheek kiss like okay please that's you okay. can do that all day long that's okay full on put their lips oh. on my skin and i'm like get off oh, it's that's so, so gross funny.
0: that's so funny so
2: now i have to tell people do not kiss her okay what's number and two and do not pick her up
0: oh interesting guys i assume wanna pick you up or what and girls really like, they went like
2: they get excited and hug me and pick me up in a hug. And then every now and then when we go to take a picture, they go, oh, can I hold you? Can I pick you up? I think because I'm so like, small. Like you're a doll.
0: Like, let's just pass yeah. her around. Correct. Like <laughs> like, I'll be like, Angela. Like, can
2: I pick you up? And I'm like, no, no, no. Leave me down here. Thanks. Appreciate
0: oh my gosh that's so good okay and then I, just
2: love hugs. I love okay hug. she
0: loved my mother-in-law episode three that was his question she said when you interview people can you ask people if they're huggers i was like sure that's a great question i love it are you a hugger and then this is my question this is deep i know we only have a few more minutes ever cry in the car and if you've done one l- lately what was it about because i noticed people cry in their cars watch
2: you see them? Oh, my gosh,
0: Angela. I'll be driving sometime. I cry in my car, right? Sometimes I'll just look and I'll see someone bawling by themselves in the car. And I make up in my head, like, what's going on in their life? You know? Because it's a private, quiet place, I guess.
2: You so. know what? I don't think I notice other drivers very often because I'm always... We're safe. That's my conference call time.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. I'm okay. driving.
2: Yeah. I'm constantly, Siri, call mm-hmm. so-and-so. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm always, I'm like driving or I'm talking to someone. Um, so I rarely notice other drivers around me, but, um, when was the last time I cried in my car? Um, oh, I remember when earlier this year I got in a real big fight with my brother Mm. and I, yeah, that one got me. So i was driving home and i was like i need to hurry up and get off this road
1: brother
0: conflict brother conflict i'm telling you
2: like nobody gets to you more than the people you love the most
0: that's for real okay so we're going to end in this thing uh you said earlier about the religious spirit we talked earlier about being judged by christians so in our last few minutes here i think this podcast has really been dedicated to help people expand their minds about god to uh, be a people of grace, to re- realize that sacred moments don't just happen in buildings with crosses on and on Sundays, but the sacred mm-hmm. is everything, even in the strange, like how we confront people, how we forgive people, how we watch media, yeah. how we create media, all that kind of stuff. What's so mm. Something you would want to say to people who find themselves uh, dealing with the judgment of Christians, because there's people who listen to this podcast who have been uh, burnt by the church or who have left. Uh, mm-hmm. I do every couple, uh, episodes. I have my buddy, Matt, who is an out and proud gay guy. And he talks about accepting the LGBTQ community mm-hmm. and all the damage and trauma that has been put on them by on. people of the faith, of faith, uh, and I know that's passion. You have a passion for that as well. So yeah, you have the floor for the last few minutes, anything you want to say or preach or encourage, uh, as mm-hmm. we sort of survive all the craziness we put on each other.
2: Okay. For... To address two people, to anybody listening who maybe finds themselves constantly encouraging their fellow brother or sister in Christ, um, it's not encouraging if you haven't been given that place in their life. If you are not this person's accountability partner, if you are not their brother, actual brother, their actual sister, their actual best friend, if you are not given authority in their life to speak into their life. Whatever you think is encouraging is coming off as judgment and criticism. So save it for yourself Mm. and maybe go pray about it. So that's for that person. Mm -hmm. And then for those who are feeling judged or feeling like um, anger with the church, frustration with the church, with the body of Christ, with whatever Christianese words you want to use, um, I would say you are at a really great place in your life where you can start asking God questions that you maybe felt you weren't allowed to ask before. Maybe you felt scared to ask before. You're at a great place in your walk, in your journey with God to where you can start asking questions and asking God, Hey, Lord, is this true? Is this of you in your Mm -hmm. spirit? Or is this Christian culture? Mm -hmm. And you can start... Differentiating between Christian culture and what is actual Jesus. And the dangerous part is, where I've found myself often, is when you are not asking God questions. When you have the questions inside, you have the anger and frustration inside, but you don't ask God the questions, mm-hmm. now all you're doing is... Um, separating yourself from everyone. And that's what the enemy wants to do is get you alone and get you in a corner so that he could start feeding you the lies. So I think as long as you're constantly communicating with God and saying, God, I'm frustrated about this, I'm angry about this, what do you really say about this, and continually communicating with God, then I think your journey of questioning is safe and is sacred, mm-hmm. just like you're yours.
0: Mm-hmm. Right on! Thank you so much, Angela. Super appreciate. It. Anything else you want to say before we close?
2: Um, no, I think that's it. <laughs> Thanks for having me.
0: You're great, so great. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Of course. It. Thanks you're for
2: awesome. um dealing with my reschedules and everything. Oh my
0: gosh! No, I'm it's happy been- for you. By the way, I just felt Thank like you. I last time we were gonna talk, I was gonna, we was right after your Greece trip. I was like, I felt like you were in a Mamma Mia movie the whole time. It
2: was so fun. It was were
0: everywhere it was oh amazing
2: so i can't wait to go back Damn. i mean i want to visit other parts of the world before i go back to greece yeah but i can't wait to go back to greece and amsterdam oh i loved it so much
0: that's so cool all right hey well hopefully i'll see you uh, in december or new year's or something like that
2: yeah come to any of the shows you let me know
0: awesome bye, bye. thanks for listening to holy cannoli if you liked my dad's podcast please subscribe
1: give it a review, and share it with someone you think would be encouraged by it.
2: Holy Cannoli Podcast is a proud production of Brave Maker Media. For more information or to donate, go to
0: bravemaker.com to make your tax-deductible donation today.
2: I'm Angela Johnson, and you're listening to the Holy Cannoli Podcast.
0: And then our tagline is, life is sacred and life is strange. Can we just get that in whatever voice you want to do it in?
2: Okay. I'll try my voice. Um... (laughs) (laughs) Life is sacred and life is strange.